Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. She never wanted her name on the lease because she couldn't get on the lease because of her background. She's a seller. What, if, do what is her... What is, she said, don't put my name on the lease. They don't what what are her felonies? Oh, she went to jail for bank robbery, for stealing mail from the post office. She had... Uh, charges brought against her from stealing from Home Depot and Walmart. She has a record that re- reaches from the West Coast to East Coast. This is the plaintiff, Veronica Robinson. She says she and her older sister, the defendant, used to live together until the woman locked her out by slamming the door behind her when she stepped outside. She had to get an order of protection against her because she owns two firearms. The woman trashed her belongings, and she's here suing for the state max of $6,000 in damages. This is the defendant, Mary. She says she doesn't owe her dear sister a thing, except a curt goodbye. The woman took everything she wanted. She wasn't locked out because she wasn't on the lease, and she's happy to be rid of her squatting sister. She's accused of throwing it all away. The defendant has bought a countersuit for $5,000 for slander on social media and harassment. All parties, please use your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn is now presiding. Well, you know, you know who didn't do it. No, and, but and I no, don't know. I, I, that is, I don't know. That's my answer. <laughs> Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. All right, Ms. Robinson, you are suing your younger sister, Ms. Mary, for $6,000. You say you're actually out over 8000 because she locked you out and you uh, caused pain and suffering, defamed your character, and ruined some of your stuff. You have a counterclaim against her for 5000 for slander and defamation. Okay, so at some point you started to live together. How long did you live together? We lived together for a year and a half, about a year and a half. Okay, and had we you moved, had uh, you had a good relationship with your sister before this? Yes, I thought so. Okay, what went wrong while you were living with her? What went wrong? I really don't know what went wrong, but I went. I moved from Springfield, Illinois. She had moved from California. I moved straight into the apartment that her and my son had signed the lease. Between January and March, my oldest son decided that he wanted off the lease. When she came from back from the rental office, I asked her if she put my name on the lease. She said no, because she didn't want them to do a, a background check on me. Why not? That's my sister. Because I, I, I've got a, a, a record. Okay. 
So that was fine. We had a verbal agreement from day one when I moved there May the 15th of 2020. So everything was fine. So I go out of town. She's like a homebody. I do things. I go out of town. I go to bingo. I go to church. I do a lot of things. She wants to stay at home. That's fine. I'm fine with that. So I went out of town on the, in the October. While I was there, I texted her and told her that I was going to send my part of the rent by my son. So she she immediately called me and said, I don't want your money. I want you out. I said, okay, I'm fine. Did you know that. why, though? So obviously, something had happened between you two that would cause her to say that. What, what would be the reason she want you out? The only reason I know, a couple of days before I left going to Atlanta, we had a few words. About? We didn't. She thought that I was washing my son's clothes. And I wasn't washing his clothes. I was washing my own clothes. But she smelled marijuana. So she just assumed that this hoodie I had hanging in the wash area, that that's where the odor was, the marijuana smell was coming from. Okay, and she would care if you were washing your son's clothes because she pays the, the, the water bill or something? Like, what would be the reason that she would care? <laughs> just, I, I really don't know. Okay. I really don't know. All right, Ms. Mary, what was the problem that led to you wanting your sister out? Okay, good morning, Your Honor. The problems all started back in February. Ever since February, when it came time to pay the rent, she would leave in the middle of the night, a week before, like a thief in the night. And in July, she left, and this is where the problem really came in. She went up to Springfield. That's where she said she was. I called her, and I said, the rent is due. She told me, I don't want to hear that. That's what she said, and she hung up. Then she told me, oh, I'll send it to you when my granddaughter wakes up. I didn't get the rent until July the 7th. That's when it all started. When she came back from her trip or wherever she was, she came back, she went in her room, she closed the door. And after that point, Your Honor, we didn't speak anymore. The tension was so great, you can cut it with a knife. Okay, so then in October, she got up again at 4.58 a.m. and left in the middle of the night. And I knew it was 4.58 a.m. because I could hear her. The door was opening, and it, she locked it, and she was gone. Okay, in this day and age, it so doesn't really matter if someone's not there. They can still pay the rent through Cash Apps and Venmo and Zelle. You're I mean, absolutely right, Your But Honor, she but doesn't. She Your point is that she doesn't. She didn't want to pay. She never wanted her name on the lease because she couldn't get on the lease because of her background. She's a felon. What, and they do what is her... What is, she said, don't put my name on the lease. They don't what, need to check me What out. are her felonies? Oh, she went to jail for bank robbery, for stealing mail from the post office. She had uh, charges brought against her from stealing from Home Depot and Walmart. She has a record that re reaches from the West Coast to the East Coast. Mm -hmm. Prostitution. She's a heroin addict. She's a junkie all her life. She's never been to rehab. I tried to help her. That's why we went to Springfield and got her. I'm her last resort. She's laughing, but it's all true. When she left at four something in the morning, did she mention the rent before leaving? She didn't say anything, Your Honor. She never said anything. She just left. Well, but then at some point she does text you and say, my son is going to bring you the money. And you that say, was don't bother. November 2nd. And okay. I called her and I said, you know, it's not working out with us. And she knew it wasn't working out. I said, keep your money. I just want you out. And she said, I'm fine with that. How were arrangements made for her to move out? Okay, arrangements were made through our uncle. Uh, he's uh, He served as mediator for us on November the 5th. 
your honor, when she called the police and tried to have them break my door down to let her in. Okay. So now let me ask you, Ms. Robinson, when she tells you I want you out, that's on November 2nd. When do you return from whatever trip you were on? November the 4th. All right. And then what happens on November the 4th? So on November the 4th, when I came back, she had changed the locks on the door. So I banged on the door. She opened the door, and I stepped going in the house, and she tried to push me out, and I went in anyway. Went in, and that was it. She called the police. When the police came, I went to the door. She was outside talking to the police. All of a sudden, I heard the door slam, and she was marching in her room. But whatever the police told her, I'm sure she was trying to tell the police she wanted me out, and the police probably told her she had to do the 30-day eviction or whatever. The next morning, I went out to smoke. She ran up behind me and locked the door. She locked the door when you went out for a smoke, and then what happened? Proving once again, no good can come from smoking. And then, and then I was locked out. Right, so what did you do? So I called my son and told my son to come pick me up. So I'm still, when my son come, I'm still in the car, sitting in the car at that point. And I had been out there for like six hours there in the cold, still in my pajamas. Then my uncle, she ever, she called my uncle because I never called him. He called and he said, you all need to squash this before somebody get hurt. So I told my uncle, I said, I don't, she don't want me there, that's fine. I need my medicine and I need my purse, my ID. So my uncle called back and told her she threw my purse, a pair of gym shoes, and my medicine out on the porch. You had pushed your way in before, so maybe that's what she thought was going to happen. And what's going on in your brain, Ms. Mary, when you say things like, you have no right to be here because you're not on the lease? Is it your impression that she has no right to be there if she's not on the lease? Well, yes and no. I I served her with a three-day notice. I put it on yeah, her door. Because you know, because the police explained to you that day that you can have a verbal uh, sublet, which is what you have with her, because you were collecting rent. So you don't have the right to self-help. You can't just change the locks on her. But, Your Honor, I told her I was moving out. She told Doesn't me matter. None care. of that she matters. You still got to do the same thing your landlord would have to do with you. You don't get to skip the steps. You, the police told I you that, right? That's why you put the three-day notice. Okay. And now, I put it on her door. She, I taped it there. She looked at it and laughed and said, that don't mean... Ms. Robinson, I need to understand in your lawsuit you're suing for $2,185 in missing items. What are you referring to that's missing? I'm referring to my computer... My computer stand, a paper shredder, my bed. Uh, what do you mean your bed? My my whole bed, Your Honor. I submitted a video where she's putting my stuff outside, putting my bed outside. Oh, yeah. There go my bed. Yep, sitting my bed outside. I see you saying she threw my bed out. So what is it you're suing for if the bed was there and out? You brought a U-Haul truck and you packed everything she put in the hallway. I know you're angry she put the stuff in the hallway, but what is, quote, missing if you're referring to the bed in the video and you're showing the bed frame in the video? Go ahead. Okay, because I was by myself when I went there to move my things out because I didn't want a problem with it at all. I told her, I said, I cannot take my bed 
and my computer or the stand or the TV stand because I had nobody to help me. Wait, but why did you rent a U-Haul truck and then not have a plan to move? Your Honor, I did have a plan. But like I said, I didn't want a problem. No, that doesn't make any my, sense. Uh, You're telling no, me wanna... I didn't have the manpower to move everything. Why did you bother to rent a U-Haul and bring it there if you didn't have the manpower to move everything? Because I did, I did, I had I, everything that's in the truck I put in there as far as my clothes and some more items. But I didn't have the manpower to help me move the bed. I didn't think. So what did you do with the just... bed? You left it there? I left it there because I didn't have anybody to help me put it on the truck. All right, and then according and to I you, there's a computer. You left the computer there too? I didn't, yes. Where did you leave it? I left it in the house where it always said right next to the washing area. Okay, so she didn't put all your stuff outside then? Your Honor, she was setting my things out. As I was moving things out, she was setting things out. Okay, so according to you, your thing, some of your things were still in the house? When I left, my computer was still in the house. The computer stand was still in the house. What kind of computer? I really don't know what the name brand of it was. Well, what kind of computer was it, though? It was, it was one of those computers, a desktop, where you had the modem and the uh, speakers and all of that, the keyboard. How old was the computer? I don't know, probably some years old. Do you have the receipt for the computer? No. Do you have an affidavit from your son? No, I don't. Watch this. Okay, Ms. Mary, did she leave a computer there? A desktop no. computer? I mean, no, she did not. She used her phone. I have a laptop. She used her phone for everything, for Facebook, for everything. She's a phone junkie. Okay, so that day that you put her stuff in the breezeway, did you put everything of hers in the breezeway? She started putting it out there. So I, I was helping her. First, I was holding the door open. Then I started helping her along because she was taking forever as she was loading her U-Haul. So I started sitting stuff out, too. I didn't take anything of hers. Everything I have, I bought with me. Hey, y'all. So here it is Sunday. Text my sister this morning at the U-Haul place, ready to get a truck to go get my things. She told me, come tomorrow. Were you Still posting this on social truck. media or something, Ms. Robinson? Who, who are these videos for? Did you post them? I'm trusting in God. I, I yes, I did post them on Facebook. And this is my stuff, sitting outside. How come when you're talking about this is my stuff, look at what she did with all my stuff, you don't mention that there's a computer and a shredder inside. How come those words don't come out of your mouth when you're filming all the stuff that she, of yours that she put outside, Ms. Robinson? Because at that time, she was, when I was filming it, she was still going in and out bringing my stuff, bringing my this stuff truck. outside. All of this is my stuff sitting outside. Is that your U-Haul that I see? Because it's enormous. Yes. Okay, there, you are there taking something else out, Ms. Mary. Yes, that's correct, Your Honor. I didn't throw anything out. I set it out. She started the sitting out process. I'm just waiting. I want y'all to see this big that was threatening me. She didn't ask me to keep anything. She took everything. Naturally, she got still that. waiting on this uh, so-called fake bouncer to come out. I guess she went in there and told him I was recording. He don't want to come outside, but I'm going to get him. <laughs>
You're more worried about capturing the fake bouncer than you are about, hey, where's my computer? Straight up dirty. Where's all my electronics that I say are in there? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You know, Ms. Uh, Mary, you can't yeah. change the locks on someone who you are collecting rent from any more than your landlord can. Uh, it may make perfect sense to you. I want her out. Here, I got a way to make her stay out. I'll just change the locks. So it makes sense to your landlord, too. <laughs> Tenant isn't paying. I know a way to get my property back. I'll change the locks. You can't do that. You are, in essence, her okay, landlord. Well, she, didn't, she didn't pay me any rent for November. I didn't take it. I didn't want it. Yeah, no, I understand that. That doesn't mean you don't have to follow the law and go through the eviction process. You do. So I, I want you to know that because in many states, it's actually a, a misdemeanor, a crime. Okay, well, I to tried do. to do the right thing, Your Honor, and she just completely ignored me. She tried everything possible. No, the right uh, thing is to go through court. Now, you are suing her. You have a counterclaim against her for slander and defamation. For what? Because she slandered me on social media, told all those lies. She told, oh, I'm jealous of her. She put my address, my name, my whole address on Facebook. She said she talked about my son. I told her, don't involve our kids in our business. All that kind of stuff. And she just keeps coming back harassing me first. With okay, this, I, I this, need to uh, see. Foster. Did you introduce into evidence any of what you just said for me to look at to see if it's defamation or slander? Who, me? I, yes. I submitted everything. Yes, Your Honor. You submitted a lot of stuff, electric bills, gas bills, lease, paperwork from court. What I'm asking you for is what you're talking about. Do you have any? Can you? It's sh- all on Facebook. I don't do Facebook. You just saw the video she put on there she was talking about. I understand. Me. Do you have any evidence to buttress your counterclaim regarding defamation or slander that you'd like me to look at? I don't do Facebook either. So I would I need you do, to I take it off of Facebook and show it to me by way of an exhibit so that I can see what you're talking about. Ms. Robinson, what did you put on social media about her? I didn't put anything on social media about her other than what you saw on that tape right there, Your Honor, that you just looked at. Have you two spoken to each other since all this happened? No. No. Have you ever spent time in your lives without talking to each other before? Yes. What's the longest you've ever gone without talking to each other? Probably a couple of years. Okay, well, I think you guys can break that record. <laughs> and I think it might not be a yeah, bad idea. Uh, All right, Ms. Robinson, regarding your lawsuit against her for $6,000, you would have to prove to me that there are items inside the house, the value of which you cannot uh-huh. prove, the existence of which you cannot prove, the brand of which you cannot prove. The, uh, you know, your video belies that there's anything left inside. And your lawsuit for pain and suffering and defamation of character you're not going to get $6,000 for that, nor $2,185 for the stuff that you can't prove. So on your lawsuit against Ms. Mary, zero. Ms. Mary, you have a lawsuit against her for $5,000 comprised entirely of things that you have failed to bring me here other than that video that she brought, not you. And in that video, she's basically just complaining about what you've done to her. And the bottom line is you did do her wrong by changing locks on her, which you shouldn't have done. 
but on your lawsuit against her, zero also. That is my verdict. You guys are done, and I would suggest that you take a little break from each other, okay? Good I luck, ladies. I never want to see her again, ever. So in this war between the sisters, the plaintiff doesn't get $6,000, the defendant doesn't get $5,000. Ms. Robinson, let's talk about to you first. You, you filed this lawsuit. You know, your sister said a lot of things about you. All of those are lies. She's just an envy, jealous. That's all she is. I'll never have nothing. Let me ask you. She, if I see her on fire, I wouldn't spit on her. And that's the way I feel. Come on. And I'm through with it. Boy, At this be... point, I'm done. All right. Well, the judge says you guys ought to take a break. I, I assume that's exactly what you're going to do. <laughs> you don't want to have anything to do with her. All right, Mary, let me talk to you. You, you don't want to have anything to do with her either. She just said a lot of bad things about you. You want to respond to that? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Um, you know what? I would say that she's angry normally if that was a normal person, but she's like a mad dog. She's no good. She's never been any good. She's dead to me. I don't ever want to see her pathetic looking skanky, ugly, crackhead self ever again in life. Okay. Well, I think you said enough. Obviously, the war continues. So, I mean, look, Doug, if you're suing for defamation, you have to prove what was said. And here, this totally was lacking in proof. You've got to bring those Facebook messages in, and the judge has to read them, evaluate them, and decide whether they're true or not. That is basic law. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case inside the courtroom. Can a homeowners association or a condo association change the rules on you after you signed up that you understand the rules? For example, I belong to an association. I signed a rule agreement 10 years ago, and now they're telling me I can't have a colored light bulb in a fixture outside of my condo. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. When you belong to a homeowner's association, uh -huh. you agree to abide by the rules we all share. Right. It's just like belonging to a country and mm -hmm. they could change the laws on you in a country. Right. And decide that something is illegal that wasn't or something is legal that happens you know, all the time. It, it happens all our the constitution time. more than 20 times. Right? OK, so they can. So, you know, it's not it's not a bad thing. It's right. a it, it's a growth thing. And so a homeowner's association what you read and signed will say, and we can change the rules from time to time. Right. There is no way it didn't right. say that, because they all say that. So your remedy is to vote with your feet. You don't like right. it, sell your, your condo and go live or in a different Or run for the board. Or run for the board. Out, right? Run for the, the board. This is the plaintiff, Henry Joseph Pichucky. He says his nasty neighbor, the defendant, practices his golf swing, and the guy damaged two of his solar panels with golf balls. He needs the solar panels to heat and power his home. The panels are cracked, and he's suing this wannabe Arnold Palmer for the $527.82 he's owed. This is the defendant, Keith Bradish. He says he's a pretty good golfer, but the plaintiff's house is a good 300 yards away from his house, and he can only hit the ball 170 yards. He categorically denies hitting his neighbor's solar panels. This must be a case of mistaken identity, and he's not paying for something he didn't do. He's accused of not yelling for... All parties, please hit your right hands. 
Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiff says that the defendant is a swinger and a bad one at that because he swung his golf club and the ball hit his solar panel, damaging it. But the defendant says there's no way he could drive a ball that many yards from his house and it hit his neighbor's solar panel, so he's not paying. It's the case of solar clips. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Pachucki, you're suing your neighbor, Mr. Bradish, for $527.82 for the repair of a solar panel that you say he busted by practicing golf in his backyard. Talk to me. That's correct, yes. It, it happened on two occasions, one in June and one in September. As part of my evidence, I have the two police reports that were made when, when we discovered they were broken. Um, in addition, if you look at the, I, I, there's a copy of the survey for my property mm -hmm. that um, shows the various houses going back from the road. Okay. I want you to look panel. at this. I have Google Earth up here. And am I correct, Mr. Pichucky, that this is your house and then these would be your solar panels? On the very top, that, yes, okay. That's the solar. Perfect, okay. And this would be and your house, correct? Yes. Okay, what we're talking about is this big, dark rectangle here of solar panels that <laughs> provides electricity That's for your house. Now, his house is here, correct? Yes. No. He says this is his house. Is this your house? You recognize it, Mr. Bradish. Is this your house, yes or no? Yes, it is. Okay, so, but your house extends all the way back here, right? What's this yes, right the here? backyard. What's that? That is a rose garden. That's an elevated rose garden. Okay, and then, so this patch here is yours. Is this patch here yes. yours? No, that's okay. the adjoining neighbor. Where is it that you hit golf balls when you're hitting golf balls? Where? Would it be here? No, right near the pool, right? The big tree next to my pool, right there. Right where your finger is, back to the pool. All right, now according to you, Mr. Pichucky, You've, you've actually seen him hitting golf balls, right? I've seen, I can't see him physically in the property because there's a woods along the, the, that entire side of my property. Okay. And then he has trees in the back of his property. So I have a very wooded area and that wooded area has his golf balls in it and it has the golf balls into the back right by the solar. And actually, his property does go a little, be, a little bit behind the solar panel. Behind the solar panel? That's it goes, close. yes, a little bit behind the solar panels. Okay, um, it just depends on where you're you, standing, what you're calling behind. But uh, my question to you, when you called the police, did the police see a trail of golf balls from his house to your house? Yes. Hold on one second and let me look at the police report. Mr. Pichucky complains against a neighbor who's continuously hit golf balls over his fence and as of now has shattered a solar panel, but that he did not witness the incident. And in this report, the police don't say anything about seeing a trail of golf balls. Where's the next one? So this was in June of 2021. Now this next report is in September of 2021. Ryder spoke to the complainant who stated he went outside today and noticed the shattered panel with a golf ball on the grass below it. Complainant also stated he had issues in the past with golf balls being hit into his yard. He did not witness the incident, but believes it is his neighbor. Okay, these are the only two reports, right? That's correct. Where is You're... anybody saying that there's a trail of golf balls from his house to your house? There isn't. I'm not talking to you, Mr. Bradish. I'm talking to Mr. Pichucky. 
Okay. Okay. He didn't say there's a trail. He said that the golf ball was in front of the the, the golf balls were in front of the panel. Absolutely. A golf ball broke your panel. I, I think that's a, a pretty good estimation. The question is, where did it come from? So I want to know why you deduce that it comes from Mr. Bradish. Uh, well, when I step out from my solar and walk into the woods, it's still his property. So his property comes behind my solar panels. It ends and then the net address is way behind my panels. So it couldn't be him. And it couldn't be 200 because that's in front of my house. All right. Now, let me talk to you, Mr. Bradish. Are you in the backyard hitting golf balls? Tell the truth. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Where do your golf balls go that you hit? Most of the golf balls that I hit, I hit a nine iron and they go into my woods. What, what, what do so, you do? You, you, just, you just hit them into your woods over and you got nothing catching it? My husband has some ridiculous, I'm a golf widow, so this is like bad news for you. But my, my husband has this thing that he hits the balls yes. into that bounce down. You don't do that, right? You're hitting them no, right into so, the woods. How do you even know if you, if you got a good hit if the woods are covering them so quickly? No, you can with a nine iron or a pitching wedge. You only hit it 80, 90 yards. So you see um, where it hits? Oh, absolutely. And I find 99% of the golf balls in my property that I hit. Is anybody else hitting golf balls around there besides you? No, but there are two other homes next to me, a home to the south and to the north that, and I'm not blaming them, but Mr. Piacecki said that there's no other homes abutting his property that could potentially hit golf balls. There, there absolutely is. But they're not hitting golf balls, are they? Nobody's hitting golf balls in those properties, are they? I don't know, but, you know, l listen, I wrote him a check. Tell me I, about what I you admitted. Him. Let's talk about what you admitted. Go ahead. I had no idea about the police reports, either of them. I wasn't around for either of them. So he wrote me a letter I read the letter. It said that he thought that I had, from my yard, hit a golf ball. I said that, yes, I hit golf balls. I don't think I could get 250 to 300 yards to his solar panel. But I said, listen, because I don't want to escalate the issue, you think that I hit the golf ball. I wrote him a check for $450 to repair one of his solar panels. The problem that I have is that once I paid him, within a week, I got another letter from him saying that there was an additional solar panel uh, damaged. Once I wrote the check, my wife yelled at me and said, <laughs> you better not hit any more golf balls there. I did not hit another golf ball. So he's telling me in his second letter that there was an additional golf ball after the first one that, that was hit and damaged his solar panel. That is what I am disputing. Do you think you broke the first panel? Yeah, I probably did. I, I don't know where else it could come from. There are other homes. We live near golf courses. But you live near golf courses, I, but the the golf courses are even way further out. Because um, I looked at that. No, there's there's a golf course directly across the street from. Okay, me. hold on one I, second. I doubt I doubt a ball could come from that golf. Yeah, course. exactly. Right.
That's what I was trying to say, and you said, no, it's right there. All right, hold on one second. Here are his solar panels, and the nearest golf courses are here and here. That's not where it's coming from. It's coming from someone Correct. who is hitting balls. And according to him, your right. property extends back here. Is that true or not it, it true? It doesn't. Does your That's property extend? Well, this would be his property. Your property ends where? My property ends right where those woods are. There is a fence, and it's probably 30 or 40 yards from that solar panel. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I guess his method of persuasion, his, his deduction, his reasoning is, if not you, then who? It can't be the other golf courses. They're way too far. So it would have to be one of those houses. Who lives in those houses, and do any of them hit golf balls? Everybody seems to think no. You know, are the other houses the near? Gentleman, the gentleman to the right of me just moved in south of me. How f is uh is I'm not I don't want to bring him in. No, into this, I, I understand. He's a, member, he's a member of one of the local golf courses, and yes, I've seen him hitting golf. Balls. When did he move in? Uh, he moved in at the beginning of this year. When was that second panel hit, Mr. Pichucky? In September. It was in September, Your Honor, of, of 2021. When was the first one discovered? June 28th of the same when year. When did you pay for the panel? Your Honor, there's a copy of the check. It was dated September 30th. So my question to Mr. Pichucky also was, if it was dated prior to or after the second damage, the first letter that he wrote me, he never addressed the second panel. Never. The first letter that he writes you is September 14th. The second police report is September 22nd. So that the timing does make sense. There is kind of an issue, Mr. Pichucky, that is very, very difficult to prove, which is, according to him, after he gets your letter in an effort to be, he probably thinks it's him, and he, in an effort to be neighborly, he pays it. How are you going to prove that the second one was him? He says he stopped doing it, and there are other houses in the area, and you don't see it done. You don't know when it was done. You just see that it was done when you see a, a golf ball next to a broken panel. How, how, do I, how do I say, yeah, he's proven it's you, just because he paid the first one? Well, no, Your Honor, the only thing I can say is that, again, if you look at the survey, which is item number one of the evidence I submitted, the addresses with the, are marked with the black magic marker coming up. So behind my house, up to the pool, and then he starts his property at that point and goes behind the solar panels and the next property, and that is behind the property. And I paste that off with a tape measure and measure the entire thing when I marked the survey. So it could only be coming from 216. Why? Why could it only be coming from 216? Why can't it be coming from 218? The people who are there were not there in September. There was a death in the family, and they went out because I had an issue with the gardener throwing stuff over, and I went to talk to the gardener, and wow. the, the woman who was renting the house said that, they were renting the house while the people who lived there had gone. Well, then well, how do you know? They, okay, the but they're renting died. the house, so there's humans there, so they could be hitting golf balls. But more importantly, so it could be 206, it could be 216 based on this survey. Why can't it be 218, you said? 
because 218 starts way beyond the behind what the difference solar, does that make the, the what, but what difference does that make someone hits a golf ball and it lands on the solar it lands from above it doesn't land from sides it lands from above what difference it, does that make it it can't hit from behind your honor because if you look at the picture of the solar panels they go up on an angle and a 218 is further back so yeah but why can't the ball hit, soar higher than the top of the angle it would be impossible. He'd have to be a Tiger Wood. Listen, I don't know. I think maybe you're right. Maybe they are coming from his place. I think, Mr. Bradish, that you need to be a good neighbor and really stop doing this. I don't know if you're still doing it or not. I, I'm not. Well, I don't know. But I got to tell you, Mr. Pacheco, I need proof to be able to pin the thing on him. He ends up reimbursing you for the first one. He's adamant that he's not going to reimburse you for the second one because he didn't do it anymore after that. I don't know if that's true or not true, but I need you to prove it, not him to disprove it. You need to prove to me that he broke it, and based on what you're able to prove it, I realize you did the best that you could do because it's very hard unless you put cameras and the cameras happen to see the direction of the ball. I don't know. Maybe that's what you want to do next, but based on this evidence, I cannot find against Mr. Bradish, and I don't think it's the golf courses but there's a lot of houses around your solar panels and probably a lot of golfers, uh, including the people who rent. So I can't Your Honor. say, no, we're done. I cannot say with, you know, any amount of certainty that is required in civil court. You have to prove to me that it's more likely than not him. Just the fact that he paid the first one doesn't mean he's guilty of the second one, especially since he says he never hit the balls again. But I just don't see where you have the proof. You told me I was going to find a long line of balls, and yes, the police noticed the balls, and then I read both police reports, and neither one of them say anything about a long line of balls between your property and his. I don't see pictures of that. You've been very meticulous about your evidence, and therefore I'm ruling in favor of the defendant. So the plaintiff fails to prove his case to the judge, and uh, he will not get another $527 or any more money from the defendant. Uh, Mr. Pachucki, you heard the judge. I know you wanted to ask her a question. A little late to ask her. What'd you want to know? I, I wanted to let her know that there would, you, you can't, I can't take the pictures or could not take the pictures of balls that are in the woods because they're covered with leaves. No, they're well, there. Understandable. They, Bottom line going. is... He said he hits it into his woods, and he hits it into my woods over the fence. I guess you got to have a picture of him shooting the ball and the ball landing on your, on your solar panel to, to get him to pay you more. So I'm sorry, but uh, you, you do not win the lawsuit. Uh, Keith, let me ask you, uh, how do you feel about the outcome of the case? You're, I mean, I'm sure you're relieved, aren't you? Yeah, I... I just, um, there, there is no way to prove that it is my golf ball. I know it was not me. Well, let's so hope you can have peace that. in the neighborhood. What, you, think, you think you can live okay. peacefully with him again? I guess if you don't hit golf balls, you will. Would that be right? Correct. Yep. I've learned my lesson. So you're stopping. You're, you're, go you're quitting golf in the backyard. I'm quitting golf in the backyard. Correct. I'll take it to the golf course. <laughs> Well, congratulations. You won the lawsuit. <laughs> Harvey? You know, Doug, what's interesting about this case is I think all of this is going to change in the next five years because everybody is getting, you know, a ring doorbell or a reasonable facsimile. And at a point, you're going to get a 360 view of everything in a neighborhood, and you will know precisely what happened. I'm considering divorcing my husband of 11 years. I bought my house in 1993, and he has lived in the house since we married. 
is titled in my prior name. Do I have to pay him for any of the house? Well, um, the short answer is no, because it's not marital property. That's something you owned beforehand. That's the general rule. That's the general rule. Now, what will happen is throughout the time that people are living somewhere, you might improve the place, right. add additions. He might help pay the mortgage. Right. So he technically would have a claim to those things, the right. equity, that part of the equity that he helped build in the house, but not to the house and the property itself entirely. <laughs>